Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Well, it is October 3rd, and uh, many people recognize October 3rd as Mean Girls Day. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, hey. And uh, we have a very, we have the great fortune here in the Twin Cities of being able to celebrate Mean Girls Day with the stage production of Mean Girls. And in our studio right now, with an actual cast member from Mean Girls. Hello, MK. Greetings, Earthlings. <laughs> MK Morrissey, Mary Kate Morrissey, you played Janice, and you did such an amazing job last night. The show um, had its press night and um, got everybody electrified and out of their chairs. Yeah, the Welcome. audiences here are so fun. We were coming from Buffalo, and it was a little sleepy, and we are psyched we'll to be in Minneapolis. Up. We'll yeah. wake you up here. And you've been here before, right? Didn't you do the tour? Oh, is this your this first time? This is one of the only cities I haven't toured through, oh. and I've been looking forward to it so much, because everybody says that the theater scene is so cool, the audiences are so great, and there's so much to do, but it's just like one of those things I've missed in the past. So. Well, I'm so glad you finally made it here, mostly because of the show last night, and I hope the audience is going to go see it. They've still got... Uh, Many, many opportunities. We'll give you all that detail later. But can we talk, Colleen, you mentioned Mean Girls Day. Yeah, so, you know, people, we hear this every year, October 3rd. It's Mean Girls Day. For those who don't know, what the the heck does that mean? Um, It's like that part of the movie where she's like, hey, what's the date, Aaron? And Aaron's like, it's October 3rd. And then in our musical, we go, our new favorite day. (laughs) And so it's kind of been like this. That is Mean Girls Day, the way that it's in the movie that's, you know. And now iconic. we all observe Mean Girls Day on October 3rd. We sure do. And there's so much. I mean, you know, obviously, like the elephant in the room with Mean Girls Day is it's just such an iconic movie. Everybody comes in. Prob- I shouldn't say everybody, but a large chunk of the audience comes in, maybe having some ideas about what they want to see on the stage. And you guys deliver what I think they're expecting, but probably a lot more. Did you have a relationship with this movie before um you know, before you arrived at the show? I mean, I watched it in high school. Okay. And, like, of course, lived every lived it. Mm-hmm. Everybody quoted it nonstop. It was the whole thing, you yeah. know? But, and I remember when it was uh, auditioning in New York, and I was like, oh, man. But I was on the tour. I was on the Wicked tra- trajectory. Yeah. And so I wasn't available. So when I was, when I got the, like, uh, the audition for it. I was so psyched because I always wanted to play Janice, even though they had me in for Regina. Whoa. Get out. Okay. They had me in to replace Regina on Broadway. And I went in and my agents called me and they were like, please buy something pink and girly. Please just go and buy something. And I was like, call them back and make sure they want to see me for Regina. And so I go in and it's like Tina Fey and Casey Nicola, the whole everybody's oh there. Jeff God. Richards, Nail, Nell's there, everybody. And I'm like, okay, here I am shaking in like a light pink leather jacket, like the girliest thing I could find. Uh-huh. Right. 
And they're like, this is great. Do you have the Janice packet? And I was like, no, I don't. They're like, can you cold read it? And I was like, yes, I can. And then they offered it to me that afternoon. That's awesome. So that's the role you wanted to play? Yeah, I mean, that's who I was or who I would have wished I could have been. You know what I mean? Well, you know, I think that that's actually a good question because Bradley, you were saying in this show and it's certainly in the movie, like if we all know that you identify somehow with somebody in the story yeah right and you know the girls too mm-hmm. you're like oh i even if you weren't exa- even though i wasn't exactly janice i know who janice was oh, sure. right and and we all know who our reginas are we all know who our reginas were yeah. and even if we can see them as like a more multifaceted like human being because we're like compassionate human beings like you still know them you're still like that was that girl that was queen bee that was the girl who like fended on her every need that was the girl who was mm-hmm. just like around because she was pretty you know and mm-hmm. also i feel like you know and maybe this is it's kind of obvious as well but like everybody we have all kind of had different moments in our lives where maybe we were the regina or maybe we were the Jana. so like you can identify with different pieces of the character too and i think the show does a really good job of giving you a little bit of the they sort of make you feel that empathy for everyone at some point. So you're not necessarily just, you know, hating a particular person throughout the entire show. Oh, for sure. And I mean, when you look at it, like Janice is not, she doesn't have a clean slate. She is just as bad as Regina George. She is bullying too. So I think it, it really brings into attention, like, the ends do not always justify the means and things like that. And we all have a little mean girl in us. We all do. We can all yeah. be shady. Yeah. yeah. And it's not fun to confront that. It's not. Uh, but it is fun to do it when you're watching a really fun stage show. We're talking to MK, who plays Janice and Mean Girls on stage, Hennepin Theater Trust. Uh, you can get your tickets online. Bradley, you had a really insightful question when we were um, when we were talking about how... Um, how updates that maybe needed to be made for 2019. So I was curious, and maybe you can shed a little bit of light on, it it did seem like they, because social media wasn't what it was in 2000, or isn't what it was in 2003. You know what I'm trying to say. Social media is such a thing now Mm -hmm. versus when the movie came out in 2003. Um, How is that working in that piece to speak to an audience today because it was very clear that you know whether it's texting tweeting social media posts that that was worked into the show oh for sure i think that it it's almost a new language Mm -hmm. you know emoji is its own language oh for sure and some people speak in emoji and that isn't it Uh, social media is its own currency it can make or break a person and that's not the way it should be but i think that in high school when the stakes are so high every little thing it can and there's like bullying on social media and posting but then there's also like that weird culture of building people up i've had people on my instagram say things like um i would kill my whole family to be like you or blah 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 and i know they're saying it because that's just like the catchy like bizarre thing to say but it's just a weird interesting culture that i think can stand to be um like investigated a little bit yeah oh for sure i will say one thing that the the one feeling i think everybody is left with when mean girls when they've sort of taken it all in is oh my gosh i'm so glad i'm not in high school anymore yeah. Right. <laughs> but then you look around you and I got this feeling last night too, like where are the mean girls uh in my life today? And am I a mean girl? Am I part of this mean am I a Gretchen Wiener? Like wh- like where you know, I think it does you could look at the show and think to yourself, Oh, high school sucks. I'm so glad I'm not there anymore. But like a lot of the stuff that's brought out in the show like, 
persists into adulthood. For sure. And and if you're a mom and you have kids or you're a dad and you have kids, it's like good to remember like what that's like. Oh, yeah. I ran into these moms at a bar after the show the other night and they were like, we liked it. There were some cringeworthy moments. And I was like, yeah, but why did it make you cringe? Because that stuff is happening. So don't just be offended by something. Think about what your daughter's going through. Absolutely. You know, no, that's actually like incredibly useful. Mm-hmm. Right. It never stops. Well, thank you so much for joining us. <gasps> yeah. It was over so quickly. Um, And you are going to be on Twin Cities Live this afternoon. So... Mm Everybody can can look for you on Twin Cities Live. Bradley, you want to give the stats? Yeah. Um, so the show runs through Sunday, October 13th. October 13th. Oh, my gosh. I cut your show short. Oh, my God. Don't Sorry. I was trying to make your life um, more abbreviated. Uh, no. You, so you're going to be here still a full another week. Yeah. So it's going to be a week from Sunday, the show. So there's plenty of uh, ticket opportunities, I imagine, still available. Are you doing rush tickets with this particular show? Which is always a great way. But the ticket prices start at like 40 bucks. This is a show that you should definitely go see, whether you have like the movie connection um, or you love musicals. Of course, any of the work that the Hennepin Theater Trust does. And I hope we get to see you back again soon. Yeah, at some me point. too. Uh, thank you for joining us. And again, you can see MK with uh, Elizabeth Reese and Steve uh, on Twin Cities Live in a little while. And we will be back on the Colleen and Bradley show uh, with some Shamila news. We'll tell Ooh. you what Shamila is after this on My Talk 1071. Uh, we got to tell you about one of our favorite publishing ships on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Publishing ship, what's that, Bradley? It's a public relationship. It's really just a relationship used for publicity, mostly by celebrities. And uh, Shamila, what's a Shamila? Shamazel, Hassan Pfeffer Incorporated, Sean Mendez, Camila Cabello. And what do we have to share about them today, Bradley? Okay, so do we have a do we have a sound mm. effect or a thing? Mm-hmm. No, you know we really should for this much. <laughs> I, I said that half joking, knowing that we don't, uh, but we really should. So, what is? Let me just uh, tell you, there are two updates from both camps, both Sean and oh, Camila, about the genuosity of their relationship. Okay, and I'll get to the specifics in a moment. But before I do that, would you just catch people up on? Where we're at with these two. So essentially, ever since Senorita uh, dropped, uh, they have been pretending for us like they are in a relationship. And when I say pretending, I really mean we've seen them hold hands. We've seen them kiss in public. But neither of them have ever acknowledged that they're in a relationship together. And we believe that's because they're not in a relationship. However, they're benefiting from all of the rumors that they are in a relationship. Now, you can say, but we saw them making out. Obviously, they're... So obvious. Yeah, it's so obvious. At least, I mean, they're they're telling you they're in a relationship. We're like, well, no, they're not. Because two people can lick each other's faces... And not be in a and relationship. And not be in a relationship. Or be in a relationship and not actually be in love. Yeah. Okay, so here's what Sean... Here is a little bit uh, of Sean that I uh, found for us, and I want to go through it. During this uh, happened during a fan Q and A before one of his shows, and he was asked by a fan, "Have you ever loved someone who did love you, and what did you do?" Which can we just say for fan people, your questions do need better. to do, do better. Do even do better. Have you ever loved someone who did love you, and what did you do? Okay. <laughs> Here's what he said: If I told you the whole story of Camila, it would take a long time. I would say that you have to fight for someone you really love. And if you truly love them, you'll get them. It just takes time. 
Um, um, no. Can you tell me what the... So the way that's being reported is that Sean Mendez reveals he wanted to date Camila Cabello long before they got together. Quote, fight for someone you really love. Do you see how adept they have become yeah. at perpetuating this nonsense yeah. and lies? Yeah. Because... That's the way they're spinning it. But when you read the words, he, he literally yeah. just says, if I told you the whole story of Camila, it would take a long time. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint. I'm about to tell you some things about Camila. But if I were an attorney and I should have been an attorney in a court of law with celebrities because I would have read these bleepers. Time. Yeah. And a lot of money that mm-hmm. I don't want to be paying back. But like. He so he says, if I want to tell you about Camila, it would take a long time. Yeah, it's going to take a long time because you got a lot of lies. And then he goes on to say, I would I would say you have to fight for someone you really love. People take that to mean he fought for Camila, right? No, no, no. That's not what he said. He doesn't say that. Nuh-uh. And then he goes on to say, and if you truly love them, he's speaking to you. Right. He's not speaking about himself. No, potentially. No, he's giving me love advice. Why wouldn't you just say I had to fight for her? Like, right. I had to wait for her. He doesn't yes, say any of those things. He doesn't say those Double things. speak. Okay. Okay. Another one bites the dust. Thank so you. So then, that happened. Now, Camila Cabello. She, and again, the media is doing their work for them. I really love him a lot. Yeah, and that's, by the way, before you go on, that's what they're gambling on. Go on. Quote, <laughs> I really love him a lot. Camila Cabello confesses she's, quote, pretty happy with Sean Mendez. And gushes over their friendship, turning into a romance. Oh, okay. Well, tell me more about where this is going. So, um, she was on a radio show. I think it was a radio show called Capital Breakfast with Roman Kemp. I don't know who these people are. Mm -mm. She gushed over the romance with Sean Mendez saying, yeah, yeah, we're pretty happy. I really, I really love him a lot. That doesn't tell me anything. Like, I would say that about you. Like, yeah, Bradley and I are pretty happy. I love him a lot. Um, they go, what's it like working with Sean? Well, it was so fun. You know, we've been friends for a really long time and we're kind of like we just didn't. And then she goes off. There was a period where we didn't hang out as much just because we were both busy and this song was really fun because we just got to hang out again. And like we did uh, on the song before that, I Know What You Did Last Summer, um, which was when we got really close. This was like we were like, oh, yay, we get to be pals and just hang out. Okay. Got to get to be pals. Excuse me. Just hang this out. is about a romance you're speaking of. We got Again, to be pals. Literally, Bradley, honestly, all those words are things I would have said about you at yes, some point. Yes. And any and friend. I ain't never licked your face. No. And I don't intend to. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't think anybody was worried. Um, <laughs> but my point is like, I was given promised twice that I was going to be given insight into these two people. I was promised a truth that you were not able to deliver. Yeah. Well, maybe you can't handle the truth. No, I actually know the truth that nobody else apparently can handle. And that's that these two are not actually in a romantic relationship. Okay. But here's how this junk is working. Okay. Because I was in the car the other day with my sweet, lovely offspring and my little Keller who is nine and a half years old, said to me, Mom, are Camila Cabello and Sean Mendez dating? And I was faced with a parenting crisis in that moment because I was thinking to myself, well, how do I explain to a nine and a half year old that nothing is real and everyone smokes? And I said, what I did do is told the truth. I said to him, Keller, 
a lot of times there's a story that people want you to believe so that they can sell things and they want you to believe that they're dating. But I I don't believe that that's the truth. The children. I said, don't believe everything you read. Oh my gosh. That's the way to go. But I was like, don't. Yes. I said, no, they want you to believe that they're dating, but nobody's ever actually officially said that they are. And I wouldn't believe it anyway. Yeah. (laughs) That was the end of that story. So again, you don't need to call this a conspiracy theory. It's just a conspiracy. And but, but you if they're all... writing these dumb articles for nine year olds, it's working. Well, yeah. But I'm a forty two year old, but and again, I have because, a brain. Because that's let's let's just let's go with this. I'm going to go with this. It's Thursday, October third. It's Mean Girls Day. <laughs> it's two twenty four in the afternoon. They are banking on you being dumb, and most of you are. <laughs> Not paying Letting, attention as closely as we Most of you are. are not proving them wrong. Yes. <laughs> because what I mean by that is when it comes to when it comes to news and information, you see a headline and you see a tweet and you take it as gospel, and then you come to me at the gym during or before a workout. You know who you and are. And ask me, are these two really dating? And I have to set you straight because you can't do your own work and read the dumb article and say to yourself, self, this is clearly a hot mess of lies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, but exactly. I get it. I get it. If it's not your bailiwick, if it's not the the moat that you swim in with alligators mm-hmm. uh, every day of the week, it's not your thing. I get that you're not maybe paying attention to details. It's celebrity gossip. You don't care. You and think it doesn't matter, but we're telling you it does. But they are banking on you. Yeah. Not caring. No, they're literally banking on you not yeah. caring. Because you are then putting money in the pockets and it's working. You're like, oh, I love those two. They're great. When when we come back on the very astute and intellectual Colleen and Bradley show, (laughs) we've got some crazy stupid idiots Ah! to tell you about on My Talk 1071. We've got dumb people doing dumb things to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer, I'm laughing at one of the headlines that you wrote down for one of your crazy stupid idiots, which is what we're doing right now. Well then, I guess one could say that's a crazy stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy stupid idiots. <laughs> it sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Oh, I thought we were going to say Florida. I think maybe we'll start with the one that you were laughing at first. I I don't know why this struck me so funny. Well, my headline was simply iPhone made him gay. I don't know why it's so funny. So this is a real story, Colleen. You shouldn't be laughing. It's serious. Oh, boy. Uh, Sit back and listen. What is it? Collaborate. (laughs) Collaborate and listen. Okay, no, it's not. Collaborate and listen. Stop. Yeah, that too. But for this story, sit back. Okay. Um, iPhone user sues Apple after claiming device turned him gay. I have so many questions, as did I when I first read this story. Okay. So we have to go to Russia, where an iPhone user Uh is suing Apple after claiming an app on his phone turned him gay. No way. So you're all listening like, wow, quickly, like, first of all, what app should I be downloading? (laughs) Because you want to be just like me. Exactly. The plaintiff, identified as D. Razumilov, let's just call him Mr. D, <laughs> argues 
that he started <laughs> seeking out the D <laughs> after downloading an app. Actually, it says he became, quote, mired in same-sex relationships this summer after getting involved in a cryptocurrency app. Now, this is so bizarre. Don't even think... It's called, first of all, um, it's called 69... Oh, okay. I don't know if the name of the app is 69 Gay Coins. It just says in the complaint that he received 69 Gay Coins on a cryptocurrency payment app he downloaded in 2017. Well, so the coins turned... Yeah, well, exactly. no, listen. Listen to this. It gets even better. So he got a note along with his 69 coins <laughs> that said, don't judge it without trying it. And he says, so, so I, I did. did. He goes, I thought, indeed, how can I judge something without trying it? And so because of that message, Don't knock it till you rock it. he began <laughs> having same-sex relationships. I can say after the passage of two months that I mired in intimacy with a member of my own sex and can't get out. Oh, my gosh. He's stuck. Um, he says, I have a steady boyfriend and I don't know how to explain it to my parents. So apparently he thought the his life was changed when he, you know, took that message literally. He said that the app uh manipulatively pushed him towards homosexuality, which is solely Apple's fault. And um I, wow. It's Russia, man, so I don't know what's going to happen because they've got some really screwed up views on that issue. Oh my word. Um but can you believe that? Like uh are you really that gullible I mean, that somebody goes, on. hey, don't knock it till you try it. Okay. Oh, hey. Look, if if you try something and you liked it, that means you probably always you liked probably it. You probably always liked yeah. it. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't think an while, app can turn you any more gay than praying can turn you away, is all I'm trying to say. Yeah. That was my, Although, that was my poem. Thank you for that poetry. I will say Chris Evans shirtless might... Tip some people gay. over the edge. Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> All I'm saying is, you probably already had the seeds planted. <sighs> okay. I'm just being real. I know, but I would have chosen different words. Um, I would like to take us to Memphis, Tennessee, for our next story. Uh, I would like to introduce us to Anthony Thomas. Uh, so here's what happened. He had a rough day on Monday, uh, and he called the cops to report a carjacking. Oh, no. Yeah, he told the cops uh, that he had been sitting in his car when two guys forced him out of his car and drove off with his car. That's scary, right? What's where's the crazy stupidity there? Yeah, there's nothing. I mean, yeah, this is not good. Well, uh, the cops doing their due diligence ran his license plate number. And what they discovered was that car had actually been towed just a few hours before Mr. Thomas carjack was a tow truck. The carjack was a tow truck, and the story, the tale he wove about the carjack was actually to cover up the fact that he was doing it with another lady, and he didn't want his wife to know. Exactly. Well, always comes back to a man so, in his You know what's funny about that uh, is that now he's got two things to explain to his lady. Uh, and he's been charged with filing a false police report. I mean, I just always wonder, do people really think they're going to get away with stuff like this? I think they do, Bradley. Yeah. I actually, sadly, I think well, Where they did do. they, like, not show up? Like, what lesson did they miss? Yeah, what day of school did they miss? Where the rest of us figured that out. I don't know that everybody did, though. Right? Like, 
I think in big and small ways, we have all been fallen victim to trying to fake our way out of something and accidentally doubling down on it. Yeah. Just not in that big of a way. Yeah. I just think like that's, yeah, that seems like a very 16 year old thing to do. Like, oh, maybe if I just claim this happened, they won't notice. Yeah. But they they do. Mm -hmm. Play the tape all the way through. All right. It's a very good idea. True that. That was uh, where again? Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. So from Russia to Tennessee to Ohio, a little bit further north of Tennessee, I want to take you to Kent State University. And apparently um, they got a prowler Mm. on on university grounds. This happened Monday morning. So um, a suspect was recorded by a doorbell cam. I need uh, to get me one of those. Uh, do you, though? I feel like it's just one of them things where all of a sudden you're going to start paying attention to things that you don't need to pay attention to. Because if you're going to get robbed, you're going to get robbed. Ain't no camera going to stop you from getting robbed. And but despite at least I those, can see who did it. That is true. Yes. That is true. For identification purposes. Yes. I do agree with you there. Yeah. Thank you. Although I would say put it up high because I'm always convinced that when you do that doorbell cam, right. they're just going to rip off or put some gum on the doorbell. Right. You're right. Good call. Anyway, let's go back to Kent State University, specifically the Alpha Phi House. Did you say Phi? Pi? Pi? I don't I know. I think how Pi is P I and P H I is Phi. Phi. So Alpha Phi. Phi. We didn't have a Greek system at my college. Alpha obvious. Phi House. It's so obvious. Yeah, we, we did not think hierarchies and separating yourself mm-hmm. and acting better than other people was a good idea. Mm-hmm. So we just take that into our profession. Well, I mean, that's just facts. Hello. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to the Alpha Phi house late August and or no, excuse me, that this another incident similar happened in late August, but this particular one was early Monday morning. So imagine you get the little alert, like beep, boop, bop, boop, beep. There's someone at your front door. And you look on the video and you see a man wearing nothing but a Speedo <gasps> who is covered in um, inappropriate words. Oh, my. Written on a marker. He's not ugly. Oh. I mean, I would, you know, probably put a dollar in his G string. Um, unfortunately, the words written on his body are really bizarre. Like it says, laugh at me. It says LOL with arrows pointing to his junk. So tiny. Shrimp D. Oh my God. Pervert. All these words are written all over his body. And he's standing in front of the door with his iPhone taking video or something. I don't know what he's doing. Um, But he was apparently prowling around the house. And this also happened. He did the same thing in late August. And at that time, he was naked and dancing on the front porch. What? Why? Investigators also believe that the man sent a nude photo and messages via social media to sorority members. If apprehended, he would face, obviously, public indecency. But here's here was my thought on this story. Do you think maybe this is one of those things where like a, a fraternity was yes. like, go dance naked on yes. the sorority's front doorstep? Yes, and he had to take video of it. Yeah, and it's, I mean, because the things written on him are really... Not kind to him. Yes. And also, he didn't write them on himself. Like, you know what I'm saying? Somebody oh, else had yeah, to obvious. write those so on obvious. It's so obvious. Yeah, because on his forehead, it says loser. So I feel like he looks like a frat bro. Yeah. And he has all this written on his body. Yeah, this is, I think the dumb people in this are I the authorities. Too. 
I would the first place I would go is to all the fraternity houses. Yeah. Alpha to be like, which one of you Romeo. has the four inches that <laughs> you're boasting about? Okay, I think this. maybe that was hyperbole. Okay, well, okay, fine. But in any I case, hope for his sake, anyway. Yeah, I mean that's ridiculous. Oh come on, it's so obvious. It's so obvious. Don't make me do your job. Oh, I'm so tired of this. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show each day at 245, we play a fantastic game. And that game is called the throwback live. We're going to do that after this on my talk. One Oh seven one. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area. And now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.